Oh, this is good. Really good. Hillary admits that her party is a bunch of socialists. <laughs> she admits this. As if no one knew. <laughs> exactly. Surprised? Not at all. Uh, the uh, former president of the Planned Parenthood is being asked to run for office. That should be interesting. And breakfast with Brat and the campaign in District 7. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us. Quattro de Mayo. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo, and uh, we would love to come to your house and eat what? as many of your tacos. Tacos? I'm a huge taco As fan. you can make. I am, too. I, well, we love food I in love general, so it, tacos, tacos are great. So wouldn't today be like Quattro de Mayo if tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo? Yes, true. But no one knows why... Even Cinco de Mayo is celebrated. Most people can't even tell you why we celebrated July 4th, let alone Cinco de Mayo. So we can come and eat at your house. That's what you think everything is about. Food. food. All right, coming up at 4. Northern Virginia Democrat bought a gun in 10 minutes and freaks out over it. This is all over the internet. This, you know, that's g- like saying I got through the line at the grocery store <laughs> in 10 minutes flat, right. and I am pissed. <laughs> this is so wrong, true. and it can't happen again. Oh, the catch to this thing is he did it within two miles of a public school. Whatever that okay, means. Okay, so if you went to the grocery miles? store within a quarter of a mile of a public school. Uh, it's unbelievable. You got enough... I don't know, let's say, miniature you ever get the watermelons sense? to bowl the kids down with. You're going to do kid bowling with miniature watermelons. You ever get the sense that um, that the Democrats are out of topics? Anyway, out that's, of control. that's at 4 o'clock. At 5, banning cheerleaders. Should the NFL ban cheerleaders? And, of course, George Washington, the mascot, is now offensive in D.C. All that dead ahead in this three-hour. Ban the cheerleaders, and we will look after them. Until this is resolved many years down the road. We need cheerleaders. If anyone wants to be a cheerleader for the Lee Brothers, we're welcome. We like pom-poms and and dancing and all that. That'd be phenomenal. Now the NFL says, or some are saying, especially this Woody guy in the Times-Dispatch saying we should ban NFLs. It's some are saying. Some are saying. All right, 454-1366, 454-1366. I was surrounded by my closest friends this morning. As I a, left, though. I had to leave. Yeah, you, you know, did. I well, I couldn't stay. Uh, you missed it because I mocked and impugned you on stage in front of 800 people. I already knew that. <laughs> That's why I left. I was at the uh, breakfast with Brat this morning. There were 800 breakfast people. Breakfast with Brat. And at the, oh, yeah. uh, the downtown Marriott on Broad Street. Phenomenal turnout. And I was encouraged. I'm encouraged because there were about they 800 people there. They there alive. <laughs> That's right. I was encouraged. I'm and I got out of there with my life. <laughs> no, these people were welcoming, Richard. You'd have been, you would have loved it. What a great crowd. A crowd if I of, could have physically, health-wise, been there, I would have been oh, there. Oh, I know you, you would have. know that. Exactly. You know what? I, 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 every time you go into an event where you got 800 people who believe that freedom should be the first goal of government instead of some law or restriction, it is a place that is welcoming. There were 800 people there who know and understand uh, uh, something Thomas Paine said, that government at its best is a necessary evil and at its worst an intolerable one. And when you have a group of people who understand that, you have, by definition, freedom. Now, the left has a totally different view of that. And I mean, I don't know what the left's reaction If you're a Democrat, what is your reaction to Thomas Paine's comment? That government at its best is a necessary evil and its worst, or, and its worst an intolerable one. Th- th- this statement on its, on its face 
is the very ideals of America. America was founded with this idea that government is a problem, that we might have a serious issue if government gets out of hand, because we've seen it in the past. Parts of it is a problem. Parts of government. Of course it is. When it gets big and bad and nasty and starts to overtake you, you have a problem. So it was a pleasure of mine, just an absolute joy to uh, first to be asked. I mean, I get this phone call from Congressman Brad saying, hey, Scott, um, would you please come uh, MC the uh, my breakfast? And I went, who is this? Is this Richard Lee? You're pulling my he leg. He actually cried. <laughs> he did. Little tears came down. And uh, I was... I was um, and he gave me his ego. He no. was so happy he gave me his waffle that morning. So uh, Congressman Brad asked me to, to come do that this morning, and I did. And, and I was going to take it anyway. Here, here's the deal about this event that I, I want people to, to understand is that there are people in office who are not there to fix every problem with your neighbor's wallet. There were two congressmen there this morning, Congressman Dave Brad, obviously in the District 7. That makes sense because it was breakfast with Brad. The other congressman there was Steve Scalise in downtown Richmond this morning. Congressman Steve Scalise is the majority whip, which, by the way, is a phenomenal title. I would love the title majority whip. In fact, in every, every business in America, they had to start instituting a new title for someone there, and we're going to call them the majority whip. If you were given that title, would you stop walking around going, whip it good? <laughs> would you please stop that? Is that a is that an 80s song, whip it good? Mark, can you pull up the whip it good song? Is that it? Pull, pull up whip it good. I want to I want to listen to that. Actually... I think it is the, uh, I just went right out of my head, daggone it. With the group? It's, yeah. It's, um, what, whip it good. I, anyway, majority uh Majority Whip Steve Scalise was there this morning, and what an amazing story of this guy. This is the guy that was at the baseball field and got shot by a radical leftist and want to kill all the Republicans. And it, it, he went into the hospital. I did not know this. When he went into the hospital, he had no blood uh, pressure at all. He's a miracle wow. standing there. And so um, the Majority Whip was there this morning. I had a little fun with his name, Majority Whip. I do think that's a cool name. So I think the majority whip aspect of that whip it good. Is, um, is, is interesting. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and, uh, and then we're going to see if we can get Congressman Brad to join us, and we'll, we'll have some fun with that. And when we come back, we will whip it good. 454-1366. Next, Congressman Brad, and your phone calls. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 97.7 FM. <laughs> Whip it. Majority whip. Whip it good. I want to, I want to, uh, from now on, it's Majority Whip Lee is what I want to be referred to. I just think it's a phenomenal name. Majority Whip Steve Scalise was in town today. Like with that's the, going to happen. Uh, breakfast with Brad. Joining us right now is uh, Congressman Dave Brad. Congressman? Hey, gentlemen. Great to be on. Hey, thanks for joining us. What a, uh, what a phenomenal event this morning. Great, a great crowd. Uh, congratulations. Sorry I missed that event this morning. I just uh, haven't got my health back up to par quite well, yet sorry. well your brother kicked it out of the park he's the phenomenal mc and icebreaker every time so scott did a great job thanks for being with us oh listen i, I look i just had i just had fun it was a, a pleasure doing it got a great crowd congratulations to you for that crowd and taught and, him everything he knows <laughs> and way to kick this thing off congressman i'm excited for the campaign i think the proof was in the room about people there we're just excited about this uh this fall as, as well 
Yeah. Now we've been uh, we've been getting around the district. I think we had over 350 meetings since last year. Home of uh, meetings in the district already this year, and so we're getting around to all the counties after the breakfast. I was uh, worn out, but then got a great second win. Went down to Chesterfield, uh, visited a few uh, events down there, and uh, saw the the sheriff at one of his great events. So uh, we're having a great day. It, there is uh, there's great. Um, conversation about this race. You've got still a Democrats are arguing with each other between the Spanberg and Ward characters over there on the Democrat side, um, calling you just a yes man, they say, for President Donald Trump. Yeah, well, I mean, they, uh, the negatives come out uh, when you don't have a policy platform. And so I've run on policy since the beginning, right? I announced on the Republican creed and you can predict every vote I have based on, you know, uh, those James positions, Madison right. And Adam Smith, right. You put those principles together and that's the way I vote. And so the Trump agenda, uh, on tax cuts, I very much agreed. And so, uh, those are paying for themselves now If you grow at 3%. They're paid for. And so that's great on healthcare. I, I differed, I, I differed with the white house and my own leadership. Uh, and then we improved the bill, and uh, Scalise said that in the room this morning, and Paul Ryan said we made the product better. A uh, bunch of us in the Freedom Caucus and some other groups uh, wanted to make sure the price came down. And so the bill ended up uh, doing that, and we ended up voting yes with the team. And so that worked out good. I, I uh, differed with the uh, White House, and our leadership has yet to get the Goodlatte bill, which they promised on the floor. And that was one of the big issues I ran on. And so I... I think I'm uh, pretty independent in principle when it comes. If I agree with the principles of the White House or the or the Republican leadership, then it's great. And if I differ, I just say so, and it's 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 just rational. And uh, on immigration, uh, we had a seven hundred thousand dollar DACA provision, and Trump came out with two million, which I thought was was too much. It runs you into some troubles with uh, the definitions of the DACA folks, and so uh, I differed there, and then I voted no. Uh, against the White House and House in the leadership position on the final budget, uh, where we plussed up uh, the budget by four hundred billion dollars. Right, yeah, the tax right. cuts were only one fifty, and so you know those are examples of where I agree and where I disagree. And it's just you, my agreement and disagreement isn't my personal opinion. It's rooted in the principles that made the country great, and that have been tried and tested over over the centuries. And uh, I think the, the, the public knows that. And and so, uh, I, I think if, tr- if it ends up, yeah, and if it yeah. ends up that you agree with Trump on those policies, then so be it. It just happens to be that uh, Trump is a Republican, and as most the time with your principles that you hold, yep. you guys might agree yep. on something. I mean, like the yeah, tax cuts no, and, and things. Yeah, and that was just the agenda items. And then look at Trump and the success he's having right now in North Korea and on foreign policy. And leading behind was a total failure under Obama, and now Trump's negotiating tough and setting a stark tone on Iran, right. on the NAFTA negotiations, on China, uh, North Korea. We got the North Korean leader stepping over the border. Yeah. And they, you know you want to be cautiously optimistic, but I'm optimistic. Yeah. So uh, great news there from the White House. And so uh, it, when there's good, I say it's good based on the principles. And if I differ a little bit, then I differ. Let me let me get your your comments on on a quote I, I mentioned this morning at the at the breakfast from Thomas Paine. And I never yeah. got your reaction to this. And I didn't even ask you before I said it on, on the stage. But I wanted to get your take on it here. 
Where, where Payne yeah. said, you know, government at its best is a necessary evil and at its worst an intolerable one. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, the, the Madisonian logic or Payne or anything, I mean, the government is instituted because we're not angels. Right, right, and, right. Uh, I, mean, it, I it, think that was Madison, Madison or somebody had said, if we were angels, men yeah. were angels, we wouldn't need government. Yeah, right. you don't need government. And so I went to Princeton Seminary. Madison went to Princeton Seminary, left, you know, College of Georgia. Same thing back then. And he stuck around and studied Hebrew uh, for kicks. And that worldview, right, in Hebrew scripture, God creates in chapter 1, and then human beings fall in chapter 2. So it didn't take long, right? <laughs> no, it didn't. And so the rest is redemption and good news. And so, the, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm a positive guy. Uh, but those are the facts. And every great philosopher since then, right, Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, all the way, Kant, Hume, the Adam Smith, everybody, Jefferson, all of them agree that human nature isn't what it uh, ought to be. And so you, you put it, checks and balances in place, right? And so Madison had the federal government, the state government, the local government, and at the federal, he had the executive and judicial and legislative. You separate powers every which way. right? And so Payne had it right. It's common sense. If, if, if you've read history and philosophy, it's just common sense. And all the errors of the last century, I mean, the, the grotesque murder of millions and tens of millions of people were all committed by the big state. Yep, the big state, right? the and big so, governments, for, yep. Yeah, and so in, in its most simple form, uh, there you have it. If the, if the state becomes a monopoly power position, uh, you, you should expect uh, fascists and, uh, and, and Hitler types to emerge, and that's what happens. And so our party is for the exact opposite. We want... Uh, small government, and we want small business entities duking it out against each other. Absolutely. And perfect. now in, in, in the business world, you got the exact opposite, too, right? It's big banks, big health insurance, big that's Google, right. big Facebook, big everything. Well, you know, that's a, I, I asked you that question. You answered it perfectly. I want people to see this difference between a day brat and any candidate on the Democrat side who would disagree with just about everything you just said. It was absolutely perfect. Congressman, it's great to have you with us. I appreciate uh, you joining us. Good to see you this morning. Congrats on you kicking bet. off the campaign. It was excellent. Hey, great. Have me on any time, guys. Thanks you so much. Thank you. That is, uh, that is Congressman David Bratt. A truly great American. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense. Thomas Paine said that in arguing for liberty. You would think that's all it takes. I ran into a, um, uh, a Democrat this week. At a, uh, a restaurant, overheard him talking. Kind of, but he didn't dent your car much, did he? No. And uh, I have never seen such hate from a person in my life. And all I said was, they asked me, they said, what are you, a Brat fan? And I said, well, I, yeah, I like Congressman Brat. And I mean, talk about instant evil. This person turned into and dropped every F word, got in my face, and I never told them a single position that I held. There is... Anger and hate, not on the right, is on the left. And I wish we could have a rational discussion on real issues, as Congressman Brad just said, but it is impossible with the left. 
impossible. I, I have tried. I tried to rationalize with this person and go, well, what is your main issue? And it was just F this, F that. I'm like, unbelievable. The hatred and blind hatred from the left makes no sense. Now, I disagree with Obama and have a conversation about him in every way, but I would never have such blind hate for a person that I couldn't even have a conversation and hated the very person who liked Obama. It was never my position. It is on the left, and this race for the District 7, you're going to see vitriol, hate, and anger. And uh, it's a shame. It won't be from the right. Make no mistake. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com, where we uh, have two great videos there. One's the most amazing baseball pitch I've ever seen. 820 the answer. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you right to our page. All right, coming up, Hillary Clinton admits they're socialists. That is next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM, The Answer. How perfect is that? Hillary Clinton blaming capitalism. Lee Brothers, 454-1366, 454-1366. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes it's far Sometimes left. Sometimes my far left it's is Richard, Richard Lee. Lee. I am, uh, you know, sometimes I'm just shocked. And I don't, I guess in, when, I, as, when we were kids, Richard, we grew up, when someone said socialism or communism, people ran from it. They were oh, scared no, of it. Oh, no, 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 I'm not a socialist. Like, no, no, I'm not a communist. Socialist, socialism, communism was like a bomb. Right. Was coming. It was it was and a was dangerous to do to stop it, but it was a dangerous mentality. And if someone was classified as a socialist, they would quickly backpedal and say, I'm not a socialist. Now, the number one name in the Democrat Party isn't even a Democrat. It's Bernie Sanders. And he's a socialist. Self-proclaimed. And people aren't afraid of him. More and more people are uh, are getting used to the thought of having a socialist in power. It's frightening. Hillary Clinton said she's a capitalist and was asked this week if she, her defense of it caused her to lose. Listen to this insanity. You, you may be the only uh, presidential candidate since World War II that actually had to stand up and say, I am a capitalist. Now, isn't that funny? You're the only candidate since World War II that had to stand up and say, no, I'm a capitalist. What does that say? It says nobody knows. So it says Hillary Clinton. Let me, let, me remind, let me remind you of something that Hillary Clinton said. This is, uh, this is when she was um, running for office, and she said something about jobs. And don't let anyone, what was, the, what was the, hang on, let's see if we can get this here. Don't let anybody tell you that, um, you know, it's you. corporations and businesses that create jobs. Yeah, Hillary. So we had to ask, are you a capitalist? And so maybe, just maybe, you are the first candidate since World War II that we had to ask the question. 
You may be the only uh, presidential candidate since World War II that actually had to stand up and say, I am a capitalist. <laughs> uh, and you did. Uh, did it hurt you? Probably. <laughs> Listen to that question. Did it, did it hurt, hurt you? you? In the United States of America, Did it Hillary, hurt you? Did it hurt you that you had to proclaim your capitalist views? And what does it say that you had to proclaim your capitalist views? No one has to ask me or Richard what if we're capitalists, isn't that amazing? This there, there seems to be, where's the press and the outrage over that? Where, where was the press saying, this is the United States of America, and Hillary has to be asked whether she's a capitalist? This guy said that it hurts you, Hillary. And Hillary's answer is? Probably. I mean, you know, it's, it's, hard, <laughs> it's hard to know. But, I mean, if you're in the Iowa caucuses and 41% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described socialists, <laughs> And I'm asked, are you a capitalist? And I say, yes, but with appropriate regulation and appropriate uh, uh, accountability. So you're just not a free market capitalist. You're a communist capitalist, which, by the way, China is a, is a kind of a communist capitalist system. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you, Hillary. Uh, you know, that, that probably gets lost in the, oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. I, I mean, wow. I don't think anyone said, oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. Do you? <laughs> Maybe only the forty percent of the Democrats who are socialists. Forty-one percent of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described socialists. <laughs> people might have said she's lying. She's lying. Do we have reason to believe that Hillary isn't a capitalist? Of course we do. Would you? Would it bother you if you were a candidate for any office that the party you were a part of, forty-one percent of that party? is part of a system of government and economics that is against the country you live in? Isn't Why aren't Democrats themselves trying to separate from socialists? I mean, is the Democrat Party bought in to socialism slash communism, the very antithesis of every founding father and principle? Does a Democrat Party have any idea on how America came to be? If you're a Democrat, how could you, how could you listen to this and not think I'm on the wrong side of everything? Shouldn't it bother you that uh, your candidate stole the nomination from the socialist? From the socialist, <laughs> she stole the nomination. In other words, the socialist would have. One been nominated, right? And she stole the nomination from a socialist, and he was going to win. Doesn't and that have a problem? Shouldn't you have a problem with that? Democrats, and that's a serious question. Democrats, four five four thirteen sixty six, four five four thirteen sixty six. What is your thought on this? Forty one percent of Democrats <laughs> are uh, socialists or self described <laughs> socialists. Is that not frightening? I no. have some concerns. <laughs> that was perfect. No, seriously. What is wrong, and where is our country gone, that this is completely within the bounds of, oh, that's just another party running our country? No, that's not another party. That is a party who wants to completely dismantle. It's another philosophy. Of the United States of America. completely dismantle the USA. Here's, here's something else that, that Hillary said during the campaign that shows maybe she does have a different philosophy. We should also add a new tax on multimillionaires. 
Okay. Remember that? No wonder Hillary was asked all these things when she was running for office. Just think of what we could do with those $4 billion. Wow, spoken like a socialist who's running your money. A true socialist. The left doesn't have a problem in our country that cannot be fixed with someone's wallet. Your wallet. <laughs> well, specifically, yes. Everyone's listening's wallet. Your wallet. It's it's un unimaginable. And this is what I was saying when we opened the segment. I mean, fact, why? I don't have a problem that can't be fixed. It's with, with my wallet. Yeah, I know. I've heard that one. With your wallet. <laughs> what is it about the Democratic Party's embracing of everything that is against America's uh, uh, founding? Is it shocking to you? That Hillary Clinton has to defend being a capitalist in the Democratic Party. Now, if you know the history of Clinton and the whole um, position of things she said, it's not. If you know the position of the Democratic Party today, you begin to think these people would have to be opposed to Madison. They would have to be opposed to Jefferson. They would have to be upset that George Washington put so much trust in divine providence. I mean... This is the entire Democratic Party today. They're anti-God. They're anti-America. And I want you to anti-America is everything that America is. They would not be opposed to having their hand in your back pocket. When you look at District 7 race against Congressman Brett, for example, the Democrats there, both of which don't have a problem apparently with 40% of the Democratic Party being a socialist because they're proposing socialist ideals and principles. Now, there's, there's a way to get votes. I guess you can go to the serfs and the peasants and tell them that we're going to take care of you with someone else's wallet. Or you can go to the serfs and peasants and say, I'm going to disband power from this overreaching government that puts you in the serf and peasant category. Which would you prefer? Would you prefer the fake utopia of a Democrat party that promises to take care of you from womb to the tomb with someone else's money called socialism? Or would you prefer a politician telling you, you can do it, and I'm going to get government out of your way so you can? That's actually perfect. <laughs> no, no, no. Not doing that. No, no, no. That's Hillary Clinton. And Bill, 31% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described socialists. That's incredible to me. Where is the outrage for that? America, please. How can Hillary Clinton say that capitalism, or actually this, if Hillary Clinton is going to be a Democrat, a capitalist Democrat, she's, she's lying because she would be in the Republican Party. She believes in socialism. We played the clips that prove that her whole campaign was trying to out-socialize Bernie Sanders to some degree. Instead, like Richard said, just stole it from him. Why even debate him? She stole it. Of course. Nobody cares about that either. 40% of Democrats are socialist. Hillary Clinton said that. What do you think of that party? Your phone calls next, 454-1366. 454 1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour Here's your FM 97.7 and 820 WNTW traffic report 
brought to you by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC of Midlothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend, test drive one of those awesome Buicks or GMCs, your new car, and pick up your honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. We have accident at 5th and Main, 1100 block of Gaskins Road, Hungry at Oakview, 1100 block of Huguenot, Hawthorne at West Brooklyn Park Boulevard, Broad Street at 17th Street, Lombardi at Lay Street, Hall at Chippenham, 1100 block of Gaskins. Now here's your weekend forecast. Currently it's 87 degrees under clear skies in Glen Allen. Same under clear skies in Henrico. Clear skies, 86 degrees out in Mechanicsville, and it is 85 degrees. At Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW. It's the end of the world as we know it. Well, it is. I mean, you, get, I mean, you have two parties in this country. Democrats and Republicans, and one of them apparently is made up of socialists. Forty-one percent of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described <laughs> socialists. Hillary Clinton says she lost because she claimed to be a capitalist. That's unbelievable Correct. in the United States of America. Four five four thirteen sixty-six. Charlie from Midlothian, are you part of that forty-one percent? Are you a Democrat? Uh, I'm on the Republican side of things, conservative Virginian. Outstanding. Disgusted with the uh, way our senators behave. Trying to figure out how to write a letter to them that's somewhat polite, <laughs> that gets the point home. Either tell them to get out of the damn Democratic Party and become independent so they're not screwed around with that crazy group, or either uh, become Republicans to save their character. You're talking about that's Warner it. and Kane? Yeah, Warner and Kane. It's probably no hope. But no, they're not going to be Republicans. Heck no. They don't fit the Republican creed at all. There's no medication made that will correct their well, point of view. So, so this is not probably worth me trying to write something. I don't know how many hate letters they get, but they, hopefully you get enough of them to make them think twice. Uh, no, not they're, they're not going to think twice. They they are pure uh, liberals, and that's that's what they are. And there's no way to, to change them unless, you know, and they're, you know unfortunately it, it runs deep in liberals. I, one thing I don't understand is how can people be Democrats and admit that half the party's a bunch of socialists? I mean, that, is that what America is? Is that what we want? Is that what we need? Um, no. And if Warner and Kane are part of a Democrat party that Hillary Clinton said 41% is, of Democrats <laughs> are uh, socialists or self-described <laughs> socialists. That's just unbelievable to me. Again, the Lee brothers grew up in a household where the term socialist was was an awful situation. I mean, you, if it you, was fighting words. If you were, if you uh, if you had someone proclaimed to be a socialist, the country would say, "I don't want any part of that," because it's a failed a failed view. It's a failed worldview. It's a failed system. We were uh, afraid system. of that view. We were literally scared, well, sure, of and, that and view and so. and Pop's hand because. <laughs> Maybe if not in that we order. Lean towards maybe not in that order. But right. if we lean towards that view, it would become hammer time very soon. Uh, you know, MC Hammer didn't have nothing on Papa. That's because he am didn't I right know. or am I right? Thinking who he was, it really wasn't. Uh, okay, okay, whatever. Planned Parenthood's uh, president has uh, stepped down. She is um, Richards is her name. Cecil Richards. She she is uh, now going to do something different. 
and she stepped down after 12 years of running the organization as a proud president of Planned Parenthood, resulting in the deaths of millions. I don't know how this person puts her head on her pillow at night. She wrote a memoir called Make Trouble, which probably fits exactly with what she did for all those babies. But anyway, um, the press is all over her. They're thinking she's just a brilliant woman. And here's a montage of the media hoping that she'll run for office. This book, I think, will broaden people's understanding about your activist chops. This uh, makes me think you're going to run for office. Are you going to run for office? I don't have any plans to run for office, but I learned early on never to say never. Women running for office, does that mean Cecile Richards running for office? Well, never say never. Is there elected politics in your future? Who knows? You know, never say never. A lot of people are wondering if you're stepping away from Planned Parenthood to get into elected politics yourself. Is that something that's on your mind? Not not this fall, perhaps, but down the road? Well, never say never, Willie. Is there politics in your future? Uh, I don't know what's next. Do you have an interest in running for office at some point? Nothing that I really looked at. In order to stand up for something, you've got to fight and you've got to face adversity. You've done it for your whole career. And right now we're seeing a record number of women run for election. That's right. Are you going to be one of those women next? Uh, I don't know. Mm. So they found their new woman activist. The media is goo goo and gaga over the Planned Parenthood president, former president, running, running for, for office. what? Any office. Running for, f- what would she possibly run for? Any office. Senior dog catcher. Any office is what they want. Anywhere that she can make an impact. And, and would this happen if someone stepped away from a pro-life organization? Would the press be going, hey, you're stepping away from 12 years on, on uh, the Crisis Pregnancy Center. You can run for office. <laughs> the left is so radical that they would want the president of Planned Parenthood to run for office because she's a woman. And also, if you notice another thing, the identity politics of this is amazing. Why is it so critical that women run for office? Can someone tell me why it's so incredibly important that women are running for office? Why does it matter if it's a woman or a man or a try or whatever? Why does it even matter? Shouldn't we base we need women who we in vote offices. on? Why? We need women why? in office. Why? I mean, someone need to tell me why. Just give me a reason why. You didn't ask why. I only answer one question at a time. I'm sorry. Why does it need to be a woman? I don't know. There's so the left is so eat up with this. Pick a perfect office. What would be a perfect office for a woman to run for? What are you uh, you talking about in the state or in the How federal? How about the, the head honcho over all pit bulls? That's I don't think that's an office, Richard. I'm just saying let's create an office. You, oh, for women. you didn't say that. So create one for him. I don't think we need to have differences. It doesn't matter if it's a woman or a man. If they're for freedom and liberty and raise and lower my taxes and get government out of my way, I don't care. But apparently to Democrats, the left and the media, it get matters. Your taxes, your you think they're gonna get taxes out of the way for you? Who? A woman in well, office? Margaret Thatcher would. You're next. Phone calls next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee. The Circus Clowns of Talk Radio on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. We built this city. Love this. We built this city on rock and roll. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW. Fairfax County, Fairfax City, elected two new people to the city council. The press 
said they're Asian Americans. Now, I didn't even care, and either should you, but the press did. They're human beings. They're so human what beings. Difference does, does it, it possibly make? Exactly make? right. I am zero. so sick zero. of this. Diverse Fairfax City elects Asian Americans. So, oh, look how diverse they are. Who gives a rat? Hey, let's go up there this weekend. I think that place <laughs> is pretty diverse. Yeah. All right, coming up. Um, it's crazy. It, it, it is crazy. But coming up, there is a Northern Virginia Democrat who bought a gun in 10 minutes at a gun show, and he's freaking out over it. Oh, no! Uh, we'll share that with you next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW, 97.7 FM. I'm your forever first lady. Hip hop. Hip hop radio stations say hashtag mute Kanye. They mute can't, Kanye. They the can't hip hop radio stations want to mute Kanye because Kanye has shown a level of intelligence unlike anything they ever air on their stations. Correct? Am I right or am I right? A Virginia Democrat buys a gun in 10 minutes to. Media and him freak out. And prayers in the White House? What is going on? Did Virginia, you get a good deal on the gun? Virginia citizens and American patriots and the only two-headed talk show in the on capital the of the Commonwealth Earth. of Virginia. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us on the only two-headed talk show on the planet Earth. Did he get a good deal on the, on the, on the handgun? Not, I, he didn't buy a handgun. He bought an AR. I he think. bought an AR I in 10 it, minutes? Yes, he did. And it was done totally Legal. under the law. Exactly. And, Phenomenal uh, program. He's all upset with who? The NRA? Oh, the NRA has upset. nothing to do with it. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. We'll talk about that at 435. Phil and Van Cleve will come on and discuss that with us and give us his Phil, take on Phil, it. Phil, he's our man. Phil at, Van Cleve. At 5 yeah. o'clock, should we ban cheerleaders in the NFL? There's actually an article in the Times-Dispatch that they talk I about that. Would, like to volunteer my services to interview every single one. <laughs> um, extensive interview process, right. maybe even include dinner and and things like that. Because you know, I remember I I, I met a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader a hundred years ago in Dallas at the stadium. Now I'm not a Dallas fan anyway, but anyway, I met this cheerleader. She was really nice. And I got my picture taken with my arm around her. And I said, where would you like to go to dinner tonight? And her very polite but Firm. A, a little curt response was, oh, let's not ruin the evening. Don't make me destroy you. <laughs> Essentially, that's what she said. And she trotted off. Oh, that's great. She trotted off. All right, well, the uh, debate is uh, going to ensue. I sang to her, we represent the lollipop kids, because she was a rather short cheerleader. All right, so at 5 o'clock, we'll talk about that and, and your take on it. But first, of all the things about this Trump administration that people complain about, he's, you know, he's bombastic, he's arrogant, they hate bombastic. the tweets. They hate sounds all, like a band. They hate Let's all, start a band and call it the Bombastics. They, they hate all the things that Trump is as a person. It's interesting 
that he's become such a leader in praying and being a part of the National Day of Prayer. Now, this is historical. This whole National Day of Prayer, in 1775, the First Continental Congress called, called for a day of public fasting and prayer. The Founding Fathers saw a National Day of Prayer as a fitting observance. So in 1952, as a country, Congress established a National Day of Prayer as an annual event. I'm surprised they haven't shut that down. <laughs> exactly. They signed in law by Harry Truman. So Harry, each Harry, year... He's a man. Each year since the inception, the president has signed a proclamation encouraging all Americans to pray on this day, and it happened again yesterday as Trump and, signed in an executive... Um, with a slash of an executive signing, making equal access to government funding for faith-based groups, which is a, v- a very good thing. Well, I was a bit under the weather yesterday, as you well know, and um, I didn't realize it was National Prayer Day. I didn't. Right. But I prayed anyway. You, as I wait think, a minute. I, I don't think, think you can do that. Can you pray when it's not National Day of Prayer? Well, I don't know. I don't either. I'm not sure. Change, it changes, <laughs> you know, unless it's a new. <laughs> it's a new law before the president uh, I'm to signed into law. I'm not going to be surprised. I would like to think millions of Americans prayed yesterday and every day. And every I day. hope that's true. And every day, Mike Pence was asked about this, and he was talking about uh, there's prayer going on on a regular basis in this White House. This is amazing. He said, quote, that, is, that in itself is amazing. Mike Pence said this, quote, whether it's a public meetings or not, I've lost count of the number of times that the president has nudged me or nudged another member of the cabinet and said, let's start this meeting with prayer. That's outstanding. That's unbelievable. This is by itself, heart. just that is a reason to embrace Trump. That, now, war- that warms my heart for two reasons. For one, that it's happening. For two, that there are people out there who are probably so fired up, and maybe it'll have a very positive effect on those individuals that... Listen, every time you're in an environment where somebody is praying, it is a good it's thing. It's a good thing. Because it's a good thing. No bad can come no, from this. zero. And it is always good to lean on divine providence. And it's, it's happened since the founding of our country. I am glad that Trump is nudging people to say, let's pray before this meeting. If, and Mike Pence has Amen. lost how many times the president has done that. He has no idea. That is phenomenal. I want, don't you, I want Men of good Christian character praying for the cause of freedom and liberty and our country every day in that far-off land surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens. Don't you? Don't you? Don't you want all people, regardless? If they are praying praying to a creator, they are held accountable to that creator for the things that they do on this earth. That is a moral compass that every American should be using every day. If we fall on our knees more, our country is better. You want to heal our country? The country should pray. Amen. You want to heal race relations? You shouldn't be pointing out differences. You ought to be falling on your knees and praying. If this is going on in the White House, I have no reason to think it is not. Mike Pence wouldn't lie about something like that. Then, Then God bless America. Then phenomenal. And there can't be anyone listening that thinks 
It's a bad thing. 454-1366. And here's, a, here's something else. This might explain why President Donald Trump's support has doubled in just one week among black male one week. voters. The black community is very religious. You know what? And I even hate pointing out differences in the communities. That's a, that's a liberal statement. America should be very religious. But it turns out that part of this article even states this, that his approval rating among blacks has and black men have, has gone from 11 to 22% in one week. Thank you, Kanye. Is that because of Kanye? Kanye has, has awakened a sleeping giant. I believe, and I always have, we've talked about this, Richard, the idea that a black person, just because the color of their skin is a Democrat, has always been the most unbelievable audacity, condescending, surf-peasant view of, of us that I've ever heard in my life. How come no one's talking about Thomas Sowell and, and, and Justice Thomas and these other people who are, if we must point out, black Americans who believe in freedom and liberty? I believe the message that a Republican puts forward, a conservative Republican, let me change that, small r Republicanism, is one that resonates with a human being. Not a certain class of people, not a certain color of people, but a human being. That is why it's always been strange to think that because of someone's color that they wouldn't want a tax cut. Because of someone's color, they don't want a limited government. Because of someone's color that they don't want more freedoms and liberty. I just never understood that. And Kanye West speaks up and goes, you know what? I kind of like the idea of less government and I like my taxes being cut. And everyone freaks out because he's a black guy. Times they are a-changing. All right, coming up, you'll hear radio stations Quote, hashtag mute Kanye. And your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Traffic weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your traffic report brought to you by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC and Lothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend test drive one of the awesome Buicks and GMCs. Pick up your honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker and put it on the rear bumper of your brand new car. We have accidents. It's 1100 block of Gaskins, Hull Street in Chippenham, Lombardi at Lee Street, Broad Street at 17th Street. Now here's your weekend forecast. Tonight, clear skies, lows in the upper 60s. Tomorrow, clear skies with highs near 80. Sunday, clear skies, highs in the mid-80s. Currently, it's 87 degrees in Glen Allen, 85 degrees at FM 97.7, and 820 WNTW, The Answer, in Chester. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, Love this my brother, my sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the Lee free. Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. 
reminds us of uh, even when we started our program. The song's been around a long time. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Kanye West has uh, stirred up the country and and uh, the left like I've never seen. Maxine Waters said this week, Kanye West is a very creative young man, but we also think that sometimes Kanye talks out of turn. He gets out fired. of turn. Out he of gets turn? fired up. You know, I I, I never I never saw myself as a fan of Kanye West. Well, of ever. course not. Me either. I, I, I never did. But you know, he's he's awakened. He is But it's even more than that. If in he, love with this country. I met a man uh, yesterday at the doctor's office. He is a World War Two vet. He was in Germany and France. Wow. And very few of those gentlemen left. And I thanked him for his service and we sat and talked a while and and what a joy. It was to talk to this right. man. Right, I don't doubt that at all. Kanye West uh, has a there's a campaign. It's called uh, hashtag Mute Kanye. This is a radio station in Detroit. Here's what they said this week. Now how about hashtag I, I don't even mute know if we can them? Do- hashtag what? Mute the, that station. <laughs> I, and I don't even know if we can do this. I don't know if I, we're going to get in trouble for this. But if we just ignore it and just be like, yeah, play Kanye, because that's that's what we're, we're supposed to do. He's part of no. artists that we play. We will not. Like, why can't we make a statement in the small the small fish that we are? Let's do it. To say, I don't want to hear Kanye right now. I don't. W-. Wow. Is it are they that angry at him? Are you that angry at America? I mean, you, you Kanye can't have this view. He's not. You're going to do this against Kanye because you don't like the United States of America or you don't like Trump. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. This is a hip hop station. They play Kanye West. Why would they all of a sudden stop because of his view? Now this, they're on this huge campaign to stop him. Want to play his music? I don't want to hear him on our show. I don't. I'm making stick your fingers in your ears. No, because I do think there's some mental issues that are going on. Yeah, I I can hear them right um, now over um, your airways. Respectfully, and I want to sound, you know, somewhat educated. But you don't, because you can't. Because you don't have that education. Take some of the emotion out of it. But I just, I don't want to hear him right now. I as, don't. I as don't of this him. moment, as of this moment, we will hashtag mute Kanye on the morning bounce, and we will not play any of Kanye West's music, music that he's featured on, music that he raps on, none of wow. his throwbacks. And we I are bet banning you, Kanye. Kanye West's music from this radio station. Kanye's laying in the floor of his posh, <laughs> exactly. you know, crib laughing because you people won't hold a candle to Kanye West. Well, look, I'm not ever. here. I'm not even here to to um, endorse Kanye West or anything. I just think the left and the pop hip hop culture is really going to just cut their their nose off despite their... Kanye West apparently is a big deal in the hip-hop community. I, I couldn't tell you a Kanye West song, but these people obviously have been playing Kanye West and like him. All of a sudden, they find out his political stance, and he's no longer allowed us. Now mute Kanye West. Hashtag mute Kanye West. So imagine any of our music that we like. I don't know what it, you know whatever it is that we listen to. Let's say Toby Keith we just bumped in with. What if you found out he's a liberal? I mean, do we say, that's it, I'm not listening to the guy anymore? I, no, are we disappointed, but if we like his music, we listen to it because we're tolerant. Do you see the difference? 
These, the, these people, people are, are hateful, intolerant. Hateful, intolerant, ignorant morons. Wow, I just you know, can't they, they, they won't play far. Kanye West music because he supports the president of the United States. And regardless of who the president of the United States is, we all need to support our president. I think it's, I think it's unbelievable the we difference. We supported Barack Obama. Sure we did. We, no, well, we didn't support his policy because they were radical left. But if the president of the United States, I mean, we had absolute respect for the office. And, and, if, and, and if he would, if he would have walked in right. our, if we would have walked in our studio and, during his tenure as president, we would have stood said, up. Hey, dude, we'd like to drink a beer with you. We would have stood up. We would have shook his hand and said, "This is the president of the United States." No, the you would have. You would have said, "Hey, nice to meet you. Where's Biden? He's the coolest guy in the world." Who? I would have said that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Have. I'm just kidding. I would have said Biden. I would have said, "Where's Biden?" No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Have that he's that. out in the hall talking to the ladies. Look, just nice. just obvious. It's obvious the difference, isn't it, between the left who is not tolerant, very hateful. You got to think like me, or you're dead. It's the same story I told you in the three o'clock hour, yeah, and I ran. You can the... do anything you want as long as you agree, agree with, with me. me. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 97.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. It is Friday. Rocking outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, 454-1366, 454-1366. Let the left freak out over Kanye West. Let them freak out over it. They, they can't stand somebody thinking on their own with their own thought process. I've already told you the liberals cannot debate and argue anything. They are hateful, mean people who immediately go into a... A, a tirade of F-bombs and a fit when they find out you're a supporter of any conservative. I'm hopping that! Kanye exactly. West is is living proof that someone can wake up and smell the roses. It's, he's living proof that someone can wake up and see the right road to follow. And, and, I'm not even sure. Right? I'm not even I, sure I, I, Kanye West is. has figured it all out, other than simply saying I like Trump's tax cuts and other things. I mean, I'm not saying he's figured it all out either. I'm just saying that he's seen the light and the left shining stand from it. the White House, and he's seen a different kind of president who's doing good things for the country. The media won't report it. Uh, those, they're not they're going to report hostile, it. Hostile, unbelievable. All right, uh, check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Control the words and control the culture. An amazing video there explaining just that. Control, control the words. Control my brother. Hey. Control the culture. And the most amazing baseball pitch I've ever seen. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. How come you're Both the only one that's ever seen videos it? there. All right, coming up, this Democrat in Virginia, Northern Virginia, that bought a gun in 10 minutes. That next. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM, The Answer. Practicing the First Amendment, using the second only when necessary. The Lee Brothers, 
454-1366. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Richard Lee. The Democrats are trying to find every way to flip the tickets. Running in, um, I think it's District 10 up in Northern Virginia. Barbara Comstock is the current Republican congressman. Republican Democrat running uh, against her, or actually running for the nomination. There's like six of them in this in this race. Dan Helmer. Dan Helmer is an Army veteran. He said um, he went and bought a firearm in 10 minutes. Here he is. No problem with gun violence in this country. Right now, I am in the district. Just how easy is it to get a gun here? We're going to find out in a minute. So we just walked out of the gun show. There was no background check required. Uh, in fact, I was able to walk out there, buy a rifle that was an assault rifle, functionally similar to exactly the same type of rifle I carried in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, but, you know, it's an incredibly dangerous piece of weaponry that's meant for war. And uh, we were just able to buy it in just a few minutes without a background check. All the so it's humanity. meant for war. Why were you buying it? Are yeah, you declaring exactly. war? Are you declaring, what are you doing? Are your neighbor's cats? I mean, I mean, what what is... Here's the what deal. is the purpose of this? And, and, you know, as far as being able to buy a firearm in a rather quick fashion, I mean, I would think you'd be tickled to death. Right. I mean, 10 minutes is actually long. He bought, you know what he bought? He bought a semi-automatic rifle. That's what he bought. Joining us right now to get clarity on this, and just because we like him, is the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, Philip Van Cleve. Hey, Philip. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good. I well, I got some good information for you because I talked to the seller of that gun. Oh, good. Yeah, I was hoping you had an update for us. What do you What did he oh, say yeah. about it? Well, first of all, let me say that number one, the guy that bought the gun, the politician, he's a disgrace. Uh, as far as you know, here he uses military credentials and try and basically, you know, tried to um, you know make it seem like he was telling the the seller the truth about this whole thing. And that was that was disgraceful. Uh, calling it a weapon of war, it makes me wonder if he's actually been to war. He may have been in the military, but maybe he was cleaning latrines or something. You know, he may not have actually had a chance to shoot a gun uh, because he didn't recognize the difference between an M16 and an AR-15, a semi-automatic rifle, you know, versus a fully automatic. He apparently can't tell the difference. So he must not have spent any serious time shooting guns well, let me, in the Army. Let me stop you right there for a second, because that's an incredibly important point. He even said in the clip we played before you came on, is that strikingly familiar to the gun I carried. Well, there's differences between the two guns. He is purposely demagoguing the issue to make a political point, and you just clarified it. And he might have been carrying five-gallon buckets if he had latrine duty. Yeah, I'm not so sure he'd been successful at that duty either, based upon his his lack of knowledge here and how he comes across like he's very knowledgeable. Um, and by the way, he lied about a lot of stuff. I, again, I did talk to the seller, and um, they spent an hour talking, some 10 minutes. It was an hour. Uh, they, oh, they talked geez. for about 15 to 20 minutes initially. They did a little bargaining on the price of the gun, but he showed military. He didn't just show an ID. He showed military credentials. Wow, and the guy, the seller is a military guy that had served uh, in in the in the military for quite a few years, in, in some of the rougher areas, and um, is now working for the government in a different capacity. But um, so it, they they spent all this time talking. And during that time, you know, the seller was, 
you know, feeling him out just to make sure that, you know, everything was adding up. Legitimate, you know, right. Like, Go ahead. Uh, huh? Yeah, legitimate. Making sure it was legitimate. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Making sure the guy was for real. And he came across as for real. He had all the IDs and everything. Then he went away saying he had to talk to his wife about seeing if he could purchase the gun. And he was there with a friend. It was the friend that was clearly uh, surreptitiously doing the video. It's a con. The whole thing was a con. What did he hope to What did he hope? To prove by by blowing all of this smoke. Well, well, number one, uh, he first of all he said he was he was buying the gun so he could take his friend to the range and, and show him how to shoot a rifle. Okay, so that was why he said he was buying the gun. Uh, his hope in this was it's just political. Right. He wants to be he wants he wants to um, get things like universal background checks, which work so well. You know, they have them in Illinois, and you look at Chicago and say, "Wow, those things work great." Too bad we don't have that same crime rate in Richmond. You know, really, uh, you know, five hundred people dropping, being shot and killed, not to mention how many are wounded in Chicago every year. Um, so uh, he so he lied about all that, and so he asked. Apparently, quote unquote, asked his wife. Came back. They spent another twenty minutes. Uh, and then finally, the the bill is found. And then, of course, he chopped that video dramatically. Oh, sure. Uh, the guy was saying, "Oh, yeah, they cut out all kinds of stuff. He just cut in bits and pieces, kind of giving the impression that it, you know, it did take ten minutes and it was pretty straightforward. Um, it was basically a highly edited video um, with an agenda behind it." Well, that's what it was, wow. and, and that's why I wanted to have you on to get some clarity to it, and I appreciate you talking to the, the sellers of it and finding the full story. A bogus agenda. A you just wanted to blow smoke. Let's pretend for yeah. a second. Let's pretend for a second, Phil. Pretend Anchor, being the key word. That, that this was all, let's pretend for a second, the guy literally walked in, bought a semi-automatic rifle from, not from a federal arms dealer, but from an individual at a gun show, and, and walked out. Why would that, even if it was real, even if this guy's telling a real story, why is this such a big deal? I mean, why is there... You would think he'd be happy to get it for, right. in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's, you know, you know, 10 minutes to me seemed a little long, but oh well. Uh, you know, yes, a normal person, this, would, this is just a normal, you know, sale of a person's private property. You know, that's all it is. And it's, it's there for a reason. The reason we don't want background checks on private sales is because then the government would know would know pretty much what guns you have, or they would then they would have to to, to enforce that by by doing universal gun registration. The real problem we have with all these the background checks in the United States is they record the make, model, and serial number of your gun. What does that have to do with a background check? What well, what does it you know? Why does Philip Van Cleve he gets cleared for? to buy a gun, then why do they care what gun? It's, that's not part of the background check. But because the government records that, that's where they run into strong resistance from gun owners over any, any additional what a great point. type of background checks. What an incredibly oh, yeah. important point. If you're point. a law-abiding citizen, it's none of their business what you're buying. No, they just they approved you to buy it. doesn't matter at that point. You buy what you want. They don't need to know. It makes no difference. That's right. They, they, as long as it's legal, I mean, and, and and that's what they're selling. They're selling legal guns. Uh, currently, right now, fully automatic weapons are illegal anyway, so it doesn't matter. Look, you know, this whole thing was put in place, I'm sure, eventually to get around to a registration system. The Brady campaign was behind a lot of this. You think they had pure intentions? No, of course they didn't. <laughs> that's right. Uh, by the way, the title of that story, I had to laugh. Because if you read, you looked at the title and started to read this thing with all the information there, you kind of got the impression that the real problem was that they sold uh, a dangerous firearm to a Democrat. 
<laughs> it seemed like, you know, maybe the problem was with Democrat. Maybe That's a scary thing in itself. They need to show the party affiliation. If you're a Democrat, you don't get any AR-15s or, or anything of that nature, and you're delayed much longer than everybody else. Maybe that kind of sounded like what he was shooting for. Well, the, but, the yeah, Democrat Post, with a firearm is a scary thing in itself. The Washington Post article actually reads, Democrat buys semi-automatic rifle at gun show in under 10 minutes. See, it sounds like they're complaining. A Democrat did this. I didn't let him have it so well, quickly. That's crazy. The thing, the thing it's, it's it's interesting to me true. is when I saw this, I'm like, a semi-automatic right? Why is that? A, it's legal. I mean, there's nothing well, wrong with that at all. Did, did you notice that they did not interview anybody from the our side of the fence? Everybody in that article that was interviewed was like Lori Haas, who's a gun control lobbyist and Right. Uh, they're right. all they're all gun control organizations. Uh, they didn't talk to me about this. You know, it's interesting again, that the the gun control people are so adamant like about the, the law that. of buying citizens. The gun control them. people. Right. And they're so adamant about the law abiding. I just don't understand that. Why are they so anti-law abiding citizens? I don't none of this is going to do anything. This is the law abiding they're attacking. They're not attacking the bad criminal guy with the gun. They're attacking the law abiding gun guy with the gun. Part, partly it's projection. Uh, what I found is the the other side tends to have a pretty not all of them, but a good chunk of them they tend to have violent tempers. They tend to be you know get quickly irritated, <laughs> yell do things and they're projecting their their flaws their flawed personalities onto everybody around them so they're assuming that somebody like you and me that we're just the same way that we get we get mad at the slightest thing we would use violence of course we don't but they don't they don't they just don't understand the concept they just project everybody's like they are they're you know they're they represent the world in their eyes Uh, and they don't we're nothing like they are yeah, no, that's Nothing. thing, and and I am grateful for that. By the way, <laughs> Philip Van Cleve, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to have you on, sir. Thanks, Philip. Okay, yes, thanks for having me on. You bet. It's a great insight. He is the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, Philip Van Cleve, and a truly great American. All right, more on this and your phone calls four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety seven point seven FM. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your traffic report brought to you by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC and Melothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend, test drive one of their awesome Buicks or GMCs. Pick up your honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker and put it right on the back of your brand new car. We have an accident at Hawthorne and Brooklyn Park Boulevard, East Jackson and North 8th Street, North Broad at Carousel Lane. Grace at Ryland, 1500 block of River Tree Drive, 7900 block of Jank Road, and Hall Street at Genito Road. Now here's your weekend forecast. Tonight, clear skies, lows in the upper 60s. Tomorrow, clear skies with highs in the upper 80s. Sunday, clear skies, highs in the upper 80s. 87 degrees in Glen Allen, 87 degrees at the airport, and 85 degrees at AM 820 WNTW, The Answer in Chester. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers on AM 820 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. So... Let me just get this straight. It was a lie. The whole the whole big gun buy program by this Democrat in District 10 was a con. Was it a bond mankind? I mean, this is this is unbelievable. By a Democrat. 
It wasn't even reality. Didn't really happen. But now I'm sure that this Dan Hellman feels justified somehow in taking an hour to two hours worth of video and saying he bought the gun in 10 minutes. I don't. Dan Hellman. Here, here he is again. I use Duke's mayonnaise. Here he is again talking I'll about I'll never it. use Hellman's mayonnaise So we have a real problem with again. gun violence in this country. Right now, yeah. I am People lie about it. Just how easy. <laughs> that's funny. Now, that's funny. We have a real problem with gun violence. Yeah, people lie about it like you, Dan. I mean, this whole thing isn't even real. Right now, I am in the district. Just how easy is it to get a gun here? We're going to find out in a minute. So just walked out of the gun show. There was no background check required. Okay. Liar, and, and we know liar, why. pants no, on there, fire. There's not a background required. And he's right. That is accurate, but there's a reason why. See what's so weird about yeah, liberals? Yeah, but 10 minutes, come on. What's weird about liberals, they say there was no background check required because it wasn't required by law. It was an individual transaction. That's not a bad thing. Next. Uh, in fact, I was able to walk out there, buy a rifle that was an assault rifle function. Hang on. An assault, assault rifle? Assault rifle. Okay. We went through this giant, giant ordeal determining what, what, what assault rifle rifles were and, and were not. Remember and that? No, and nobody knows. And nobody really knows. Oh, it's one of the assault rifles. They don't. They have no idea what a stinking... You know, some of the people thought a single-shot squirrel gun would be considered an assault rifle by the squirrels. But it's by the, well, the way it looks. So he, exactly. calls it, he calls it an assault rifle. It's a semi-automatic rifle. The whole thing he's doing here is a lie. Assault rifle, functionally similar to exactly the same type of rifle I carried in... Functionally similar. Functionally no. similar to exactly. exactly. <laughs> you can't be functionally exactly. similar. What a great point. To exactly. Listen to him again. That's it doesn't perfect, work Richard. that way. That is perfect. To exactly the same type of rifle I carried. In. So what is it again? Functionally similar to exactly the same type of rifle I carried. In. Wow. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work way. that way. You can't say similar and exactly, Richard. Incredibly Nothing's good almost unique. Right. So he's dead wrong. It's a lie. This guy in Northern Virginia is a Democrat running for the seat to be the nominee to take on Barbara Comstock in, in, uh, as a Republican. Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, but you know, it's an incredibly dangerous piece of weaponry. That's Everything is an incredibly dangerous piece of weaponry. My, my single-shot bolt-action 30-06 is a dangerous piece of weaponry. My BB gun is a dangerous piece of weaponry. That is demagoguery to try to convince you that and he it won't even fire with some kind of bazooka or something. But it will fly through the air if I throw it really hard. Weaponry that's meant for war. And it's meant for war? Meant for war. Here, here's the thing. Let me explain something to this poor guy who was in the Army, which I'm shocked that he went into the Army and doesn't realize the reason the Second Amendment exists. George Mason said, you know what? It might be for war. You might need a weapon of war to protect you from a tyrannical government. You just might. That's the purpose of the Second Amendment, Dan. Please continue to... Maka and lie to us. Weaponry that's meant for war, and uh, we were just able to buy it in just a few minutes without a background check. Wow. You can buy weapons of war in just a few minutes without a background check. I would like some grenade launchers, a tank, a couple of bazookas that have, like, oh, the right. ability to really get something up in the sky, because I like fireworks at night. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Exactly. This whole thing is spread around the liberal internet like it's candy. 
You know, and, they're and, eating and this up. Exactly. And it, everyone knows you start a story, it starts to evolve. Right. You know, and, and right now there are people out there probably talking about how this guy bought a gun in 10 minutes. This guy bought a gun in, in 10 minutes, and the guy behind him bought 28 mortar launchers. <laughs> and it only took four minutes. <laughs> exactly. That is so incredibly true. Dan ought to be embarrassed. This guy, Democrats, it's a lie. Now, well, whoever can, he's running against, well, there's your six. ace in the hole, sweetheart. Sit on it. He's and when the time comes and you get to debate this dweeb, roll it out Shred there. Him. Roll out the truth. Well, the Maybe truth. there'll be some actual members of his party in the audience I don't know how you say that have the truth important to them. Maybe there's some people out there that want to hear the truth. And the truth shall so set, set you free. free. Your phone calls next 454 1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW, AM 820, 97.7 FM. The answer. The, the world is, is upside down. The Boy Scouts are no longer the Boy Scouts. All whole lives it's been the Boy Scouts. Now they emasculated them, and now they're no longer the Boy Scouts. They're just the Scouts now. And then you've got people calling for cheerleading to be banned in the NFL, and we have students who are petitioning to eliminate a mascot of George Washington at George Washington University. What's, it, what's what is going on? With the, the players... The NFL players do not have to say the Pledge of Allegiance. They don't have to stand for the flag for the national anthem. And now they don't and have now we're going to get rid of the cheerleaders. The America is over. How dare us have cheerleaders? I can't believe we that can. That doesn't make any sense. Of course it doesn't. It, the Our entire is culture nuts. is out of control. Well, if you can't have the Boy Scouts and cheerleaders and, and George Washington, what's left? I asked you not to tell me that. <laughs> what is- and, you know, if we're going to have no Boy Scouts, just Scouts, but what about the Girl Scouts? Oh, no, let's just staying. make them all Scouts. No, let's not do anything. Let's join them all together, and then let's count the teenage pregnancies. Boy, that was a <laughs> horrible thing to say. Check, but check us you out. You know what? Hey. The Scouts are supposed to learn certain things. We were of scouts. Of course, of course. The check Girl us, Scouts as well. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, text you to our page where you can see the most amazing baseball pitch ever. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. I don't uh, know if I can throw another one like it. So Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. It's But you can't say that. I don't want to. Are you kidding me? Emasculated. The Boy Scouts no longer. George Washington. No, the mascot, George Washington, at George Washington University, must be banned. Why? That's just ridiculous. What's wrong with our country? And the cheerleaders. Should we ban them from the NFL? That is next. Virginia citizens. Only if they get to hang out with us. And American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. You know, springtime is here. It's been warm. I actually turned the air conditioner on in one room, and it was like 
So nice. But uh, anyway, it's this weather is absolutely amazing. I hope it stays this sure way throughout the entire summer. 454-1366. 454-1366 is our phone number. Give us a call on this Friday afternoon. I want to thank those who were at the uh, Breakfast with Brad event this morning. What a uh, what a great group of people, Richard. We had some 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 fans in the room, at least two, and they out of eight hundred, which is I would actually love it's a good. There. It's a great it's a great ratio. Two out of eight hundred, which is about what we think we have in the listening fans. Going um, forward, as I heal and I am healing slowly, I will attend those more, events. more functions. Just a so blast, an absolute bigger. blast. And and here's the thing, it is good to be around eight hundred conservatives. It was uh, just a great time this morning. Thank you to... Think uh, there are any spies in the room? I mean, possibly. Congressman uh, Steve Scalise was there. Thank you for being there. What a great time. Did a phenomenal job in the speech. and a uh, truly great America. A good kickoff to Congressman Bratt's campaign, which uh, which will culminate on uh, the election day in November. All right. Um, the world is, is just crazy. I, if we get to the point where the Boy Scouts can't be Boy Scouts anymore and students are offended by a mascot that looks like George Washington. And, and an NFL team doesn't have to stand for the, you anthem. know, for the national anthem. They can kneel down, but they, we can't have cheerleaders anymore. Well, that's not, the there's no ruling on that yet, but some are saying there should be. The world of NFL cheerleading has weight restrictions, low wages, and overbearing rules that prohibit any contact with players, and that's why it should go away. Don't be a cheerleader. Have you ever met any of the cheerleaders? Here's the thing. The cheerleaders that I have met, and I have met plenty, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I've met a few. They'll tell you straight up, the main reason they're a cheerleader is because, number one, it's the prestige for being a cheerleader. Say, sure. for instance, a Dallas Cowboys exactly. cheerleader. It goes on their resume. For they other don't get things. paid jack. They are not allowed to fraternize with the football players. They have to stay away from the football players. But it's it's a it's a team. Well, I, here's, I just here's, have trouble calling it a team sport, but it's a team dance team. It's a team organization. Yeah, it's a dance team. Dance team. Okay, yeah. I can live with that. Yeah. They put it on their resume, and then when they leave, cheerleading. The cheerleading. They have to try out every single year. It's sure not like do. you try out and they just it's a legitimate say, business, right? Hey, she's a hot babe. She's on every year. I mean, you have to try out every year. It's on your. It's on your resume when you start applying other places. Good for them. Good for it's them. good for them. They good do it because they want it's to do it. Exactly. So they nobody, can say, hey. Nobody says, look, you have to be a cheerleader. No one They does. want to tell their grandkids. And if you don't like. 30 years from now that they were a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. So what? If a woman doesn't like the fact that some cheerleading squads have weight restrictions or they don't pay anything or there's different rules, then don't be a cheerleader. Right. But the left and many now are saying, well. Because it has rate restrictions, because it has, we're not going to let anyone be a cheerleader. That makes no sense. There are twenty six people work very hard to become cheerleaders for these pro right. football teams. They, they work very hard to lose the weight and so forth. And so now many are pointing to the recent Redskins story as reasons to get rid of all cheerleading because this is how the left thinks. If you have one 
bad apple, then don't punish the bad apple. Get rid of the entire barrel of apples I because apples that, suck. I bet you that bad apple that's pushing to get rid of the whole barrel is probably a citation-sized 200-pound bad apple or some ridiculous thing <laughs> like that. Outside the weight limit? <laughs> it's so, probably somebody like that that says, well, if I can't be a cheerleader, then nobody else is going to be a That's a leftist worldview. The Washington Redskins story is a bad story. It's horrible. And I, I read the story. I think it's garbage. They should be punished for it, et cetera. But it doesn't and we're mean... we're willing to punish them. It doesn't mean... The cheerleaders, I mean. Don't start that again. It doesn't mean that you get rid of cheerleading. I don't know why the left goes down this path to say, well, look how bad the Redskins scenario was. Okay. I mean, there's 26 teams in the NFL that have cheerleaders. I mean, there's only six teams that don't. And there's a lot of people that aspire to be a cheerleader for one of these teams. Why would a we... A lot of kids. And doesn't... Has your daughter ever been a cheerleader? No, she hasn't, but she's a dancer. And, and she loves it and adores it, and I love to watch her. But I don't... I, I'm just not on, on the side Both my of the knee-jerk reaction to banning cheerleaders because of the recent Washington Redskins story. The, the, and there, there's other stories, by the way, other examples of things not going well in the cheerleading world. But here's the point. Women get to choose if they want to be a cheerleader. If you don't want to be a part of that group, you don't like the restrictions, you don't like the wages, don't do it. But exactly. here's what happens. don't do it. The left has to step in, or the left-leaning thinking people, maybe they're not leftists at the point, but maybe they lean that way, immediately want to get rid of the cheerleaders. When I, I can't imagine... That being the reaction, why wouldn't you just let cheerleaders be cheerleaders? If an NFL team wants to have cheerleaders, let them have cheerleaders. Have you ever watched one of these shows where they they put these girls through, you know, a really tough time to make them become cheerleaders? They really have to work hard to become a cheerleader. And if they want to do it, let them do it. If they don't want to do even, it. I don't even care if it was easy. It doesn't make it that's irrelevant. These are, it's all, yeah, it's I don't, easy. I wouldn't Who care cares? if you just walked yeah, on and exactly. said. Exactly. I'm a cheerleader. Good for I'm you. Congratulations. I, I don't care. I wouldn't care if they had a, a a weight limit that was way up there you had to weigh. Yeah, I, I would be care. Well, then I got to weigh a limit. Yeah, yeah, just saying I, I, in general. I, I, probably makes I like a better deal. That. Yeah, but anyway, I don't really care one way. Or the other. They ought to let the cheerleaders be cheerleaders. All right, let's so they get ought to keep their nose exactly. out of their business and, and shut up. In favor of cheerleaders in the NFL, 454-1366. 454-1366. Against them? And we'll take those cone calls also. 454-1366. Cheerleaders in the NFL. Good or bad, or does it change America completely? I've got my picture of my uh I know you do. You'll never go Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. I've just about had myself. enough of you. <laughs> and the cheerleading story. And I asked her where she wanted to go to dinner afterwards, and she said, come on now, let's not ruin this evening. Lee Brothers 820. She was serious. They don't play. WNTW and 97.7 FM. I might have even, may have even paid for dinner. I don't know. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your traffic report brought to you by the good folks at Haley Buick, GMC, and Lothian Turnpike. Stop by this weekend, test drive one of their awesome Buicks or GMCs, pick out your new car and get your honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker, slap it on the back, it'll look nice. We have accidents at Hawthorne and Brooklyn Park Boulevard, East Jackson, North 8th, West Broad at Carousel, Grace at Ryland, 1500 block of River Tree Drive, 7900 block of Jank Road, 
Hall Street at Genito. Now here's your weekend forecast. Tonight, lows in the upper 60s with clear skies tomorrow. Clear skies, highs in the upper 80s Sunday. Exact same forecast. Currently, it's 87 degrees in Glen Allen. 85 degrees at FM 97.7, The Answer. And 820 WNTW in Chester. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. On AMA 20, 97.7, FM, The Answer. Me and you. A Lee Brothers song or something. How about that? 454-1366. 454-1366. I'm disgusted by this story. The Boy Scouts are part of an American culture. You know, the, the, they, were, they were designed, the Boy Scouts were designed to, to help men become men, to help boys become men. Exactly. That's what it was designed to do. The entire yeah. purpose was to make... You, you concerned know. me when you said to help men become men. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. But, okay. you know, maybe, you know, and I've, I've thought about this a lot with the diversity of the world and, and everything that's going on. Maybe the Boy Scouts now need to help make women become men. You know, when you think about it, you know, you don't know which restroom to use. Right. Maybe it's maybe that's what this is all about. It's, you know, so we can. First of all, let's find out what first they question is. Any questions in the group? What's that thing hanging on the wall? That's called a urinal. The Boy Scouts uh, executive scout executive said, quote, we want to land on something that evokes the past, but also conveys the inclusive nature of the program going forward. What? Why? Well, well, I don't understand that at all. What's, what's it have to do with it? There's two. It's the Boy Scouts. It should always be the Boy Scouts. I mean, but you guys decided to change this in 2013 when you allowed first the homosexual agenda to enter the Boy Scouts. But then in 2017, you said girls can become and transgenders can become a Boy Scout. You changed the entire program. So I guess we shouldn't be shocked that an American icon, an American culture called the Boy Scouts is no longer the Boy Scouts. They went on to say, quote, we're trying to find the right way to say we're here for both young men and young women. But, be, but you're would, not. Would you should You so weren't in the beginning. Would it be so wrong to say, am I, am I out there and I'm probably getting in trouble for saying this, but I'm just saying, is, is it so wrong to say, okay, we have a small group, large group, medium-sized group of young gay men. What would be wrong with starting the Gay Boy Scouts of America? Well, I don't know. You know, they I could wear know. their rainbow kerchief like. Well, because that's not and necessary. What would be now. wrong with starting the, the young gay female scouts? Lesbian scouts. Essentially. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, yeah, whatever. whatever you want to call them. Well, this is just an example. What would of, be wrong with that? Uh, this is an example of. Our entire country on a slope that is, quite honest, I don't even recognize. How has this become an issue? The Boy Scouts should just stay the Boy Scouts. There's a thing called, get this, Girl Scouts. The Girl Scout organization has come out on this and said, the Girl Scouts aren't changing anything. It's still the premier leadership development organization for girls. We are and will How remain okay? the first choice for girls and parents. 
What do you mean? It's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong. The, the problem isn't that the Boy Scouts were wrong for calling them boys. The problem is the group has become completely indoctrinated by a leftist political agenda. Well, and, how come the uh, Girl Scouts has not been indoctrinated by a leftist political agenda? Because girls, by nature, the Girl Scout is already politically correct. Boy so Scouts. women run the country. Yeah, the, uh, and is Boy Scouts saying? is inherently wrong. Boy is wrong. Men, these are the threats of of all mankind, boys and men. And girls are fine. So you can have the Girl Scouts. You just can't have the Boy Scouts. So in other words, we have to do what the women say. Well, that hasn't changed for millennia. That's the way it is. And so boy, the Girl Scouts are going to be the Girl Scouts. And if we don't like it, the women would just club us with wooden sticks. And on the other side of the fence, we can do whatever we want as long as the women approve it. Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I'm not making any statement. I'm just referring to the new scouts, not boy scouts, chicken, and the new scouts. Chicken, no statement. They chicken. have a uh, they have a no marketing campaign. No statement from Mister No Statement over here. They have a marketing campaign. The scouts have a marketing campaign. It's called Scout Me In. Scout a- Me. It's called. In. It's aimed at promoting inclusiveness. You know, the Boy Scouts aren't to be politicized. It was just supposed to be the Boy Scouts. Now it's, it's about inclusivity. To be a bunch of kids. It's about inclusivity? That's what the Boy Scouts is now about? Inclusivity? It was supposed to be about a bunch of kids who are going to learn stuff from their dads or their scoutmasters or, or, or a, a another shame. male person who was going to take them out on a camping trip for the weekend or for a week, cook out in the woods, cook on, you know, build fires. That's disgusting. This whole thing is That's what the Boy Scouts was all about. They didn't even go out and kill what they were going to eat unless it was a fish. I mean, for crying out loud, it's not like they took raw hamburger from the grocery store, made hamburger patties, those dastardly, deadly things. (laughs) Those are good. Let's cook us up some deadly patties. They they went on to say, uh, quote, as we enter a new era for our organization, it should be error. Not era, but it, yeah, it, it, it <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's important that all youth can see themselves in scouting in every way possible. Let me tell you, uh, Scarborough, Scarborough, Mike, Scar- Mike Serball. I'm sorry, your your organization is over. It's dead. It's dead. There is no more Boy Scouts. There's no more Scouts. The whole thing is imploded and ridiculous. Now there may be vestiges of it that still resist or exist in certain areas because of good men, but it's essentially over. This this was a fun so little sad. organization. How long have we been kids. around? Turn of the century. It's just unbelievable. I mean, not this past century. The one before. Haven't, haven't they been around that long? They've been around forever. The marketing. You director. and I were both of course. participated in scouting. The Cub Scouts will formally accept girls starting this summer. The marketing director of the Boy Scouts said, Cub Scouts are a lot of fun, and now it's available to all kids. Oh, because you were so mean and nasty and, and before because you only allowed boys. Hey, girls, if you want to join the Cub Scouts, just keep this in mind. The, the Cub Scouts need someone to wash those pants. There you go. That's How a beautiful... Rude. Exactly. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 97.7 be good. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. How is it that there's nobody inside the Boy Scouts of America organization that objected to this? Is there oh, nobody inside nobody the group? In that has the nerve to stand up and say, 
Oh. Does anyone know what the definition of boy is? Why can't we treat? It's why can't we teach the boys how to be boys out in the woods? Men how to be men, and you guys, hey, you go teach the girls how to be girls. Leftism creeps into everything. When left to itself, it goes downhill. Nothing tends to freedom and liberty and the right direction. Everything trends when left to itself in a bad direction. The Boy Scouts are done. Join the Boy Scouts of America. They are done. All right, coming up. Yesterday, because they, they don't exist there's a new There's a new beer. They George sell. Washington. It's a handwritten recipe is now picked up by Budweiser. We'll talk about that. He wrote it on a napkin in a pub while he was... Unfortunately, though, George Washington is only favored at Budweiser. Because at George Washington University, the mascot that looks like George Washington is mocked and puned and petitioned to be removed. The audacity of the left. George Washington, of all people. Hey, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on our page. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you right to our page where Control the Words controls the culture. Awesome video there. And the most amazing baseball pitch I have ever seen. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Directs you right to our page. And, of course, I threw it really hard, too. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW, 97.7 FM. great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM The Answer First things first I'ma say all the words inside my head I'm fired up and tired of the way that Love things us. have been oh, ooh, the way that things have been Just after 5.30 on the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes is far, far left, left yes. is Richard Lee on this Friday afternoon drive time, 454-1366, 454-1366. Students of George Washington University have launched a petition demanding that the school change its offensive mascot. The offensive mascot is a colonial, that's what they call it. According to, to the petition, the use of colonials... No matter how innocent the intention is, is received as extremely offensive. If you By have, who? <laughs> this By is who? The professionally offended, and they happen to be students at George Washington University because they're becoming trained in the world of professionally offended. Do they have a class? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been offended by a mascot of any kind? Ooh. No, Ooh. I haven't. Offended. Ooh. Ooh, offended no. by a mascot. I How haven't it, been offended by a mascot. By anything of uh, an animal. object. I've found some mascots to be ridiculous, but they never offend been offended you? by one. Yeah. No. Well, well they, this one is uh, offensive. It looks just like George Washington. Oh, my, my, my. And that is unbelievable. Well, your mother of Jefferson Davis. <laughs> if you're offended by a mascot that looks like George Washington, you have Maybe deep problems. Here's the argument. The use of colonials, no matter how innocent the attention, is received as extremely offensive by not only students of the university, but the nation and world at large. 
Oh, my. The nation and world at large. No, I'm sorry, uh, Rachel, who wrote this, one of the students who has the petition floating around. No, the nation is not offended by this, and neither is the world. It's a bunch of liberal malcontent, panty-waist uh, snowflakes at George Washington Universities of all places. I like it when he says panty-waist. You probably do. I do. What is wrong with our culture today? 454. They wear panty waist. 1366. Benjamin from Matoka. You're on with the Lee Brothers. Hey, guys. Hey, I was laughing thinking about the fact that they would want to take away the cheerleaders because when I sit there and watch the game, I'm a Redskins fan, so it's even worse uh, just to watch the, the football game. But to realize that they want to take the cheerleaders away when we don't even get to see the cheerleaders. I sit there with my girlfriend watching and I can time it like four seconds that you even see a cheerleader. So if you take them away, I I don't think I'd even miss it. Well, I don't. You're, you mean at home watching on TV? You're right. Well, they don't even show now, it. If you go to the game, if you go to the game, yeah, there you see the cheerleaders. But what I I've never understood why the networks don't show the cheerleaders during the game more than for no less than four or five seconds. Good question. I demand an answer. That's just not right. I'm serious. I wish somebody would really, really call in with the answer to that because for the longest time, you have these women, as you said before, who work really hard to get on these squads. You make the squad after going through all of this, and then you don't even get but five seconds on TV anyway. There's probably a group, of, pay. a group of people that say that they're being exploited. So they can't show them, but so yeah, whatever. So but long. Here's the deal. I mean, I think it might be Benjamin that the cheerleaders. I don't, I don't know why they're not shown on TV, but the cheerleading squads on most of these teams are used for fundraising and different events where you could say the Redskins cheerleaders right. will be here and that kind of thing. So that's how they're used within the organization. I don't know why they're not shown on TV. That's a good point, though. I mean, maybe um, maybe their ratings would go up if they showed more. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody would. I mean, it would just be great. Even if you're losing, like sometimes when the Redskins are losing, if you just show the cheerleaders, maybe just make us all feel a little <laughs> You'd bit feel better. A little bit better there you it. go. There you go. Thanks, Benjamin, there for the call. There you go. I might actually watch a few more Miami <laughs> Dolphin games. 454-1366. 454-1366. That's pretty funny. How did, the, how did the cheerleaders become offensive? We got a colonial, a, a mascot at George Washington University that's offensive. Cheerleaders are offensive. Didn't, didn't they have the first male cheerleader this year? Isn't there a male cheerleader was that? on one of the NFL teams? We talked about that somewhere. I don't know. That's Now that is a disaster of biblical proportion. But I think there is that. one male oh, that's too bad. cheerleader maybe on we should an get NFL rid of team, cheerleader, <laughs> cheerleading squad. That's maybe we should get rid of First guy. First guy. Maybe that's what stirred the whole stink about the cheerleaders. Who knows? Rachel, the petition organizer at George Washington University. George Washington University has a problem with the colonial with GW on the hat. Said this, it was time for students to be able to voice their concerns and desires in a more public and organized manner. About the mascot, does George Washington University teach their kids there, or is it just a place for liberal malcontents? And by the way, Rachel, you, the petitioner here, is that why you went school there to give voice to concerns for students to whine i, t I tell you whine. what students whine. need to stop worrying about voicing your concerns and start learning why you went there your Don't employer you think about what you want to do with your life going exactly. forward and start focusing on learning things that will actually help you your employer doesn't care that you organized a petition 
Well, they might care now. They might care I that you I hope they don't I, care. I, I, if they I, do care, you're in the right uh, spot. Right. But here's the thing. If I'm an employer and I notice that you organized a petition to get rid of George Washington's mascot. And I liked it. Then you're, you're in the right did. spot. Yeah, right. Otherwise, no employer will give you the time of day for being against George Washington, which is the entire reason you even have the stupid ability to protest a mascot. He said uh, stupid ability. If I, if I was a, a parent of this kid, I, didn't come I would out of say, that what, uh, first of all, I'm not paying anymore for your idiocy that's going on at George Washington University. But I would quickly say, what did I do wrong as a parent? I'm hopping mad. Yeah, no kidding. All right, George Washington is being embraced by some. By some. It just happens to be a beer company named Budweiser. Budweiser has a new brew. They are unveiling the Budweiser Freedom Reserve Red Lager. Now, listen to this. This is an amazing appeal to you on a Friday afternoon on your drive home. This, this, is, a, this is a great idea. The, this collection that they've come out with apparently is from George Washington's own handwritten recipe. And he it's, wrote it on a napkin. And it's nice. And it's brewed by Budweiser's own military veterans. And the benefits go to Folds of Honor, which is a nonprofit organization raising money for education purposes for military families. So, in other words, Isn't that awesome? you can feel great about drinking an adult beverage that's cold. And here's the deal this Freedom Reserve Red Lager, it's the name of it, is. Um, Inspired by GW, that's what we call them here in the Commonwealth. That's what we call them when we sit down and play cards with them. Right. It's a hand-pinned recipe that was his personal military journal dating back to 1757. Packaged, here's what's neat about it. Budweiser actually looked and said, how can we package it? They packaged both the vintage stubby bottle and also available in a one-pint can, So, which is, which is really cool. It's brewed with a toasted barley grain for a slight sweet aroma. With a touch of hops, a rich caramel malt taste with a smooth finish with a hint of molasses. This is fin- this is unbelievable. This might be my new favorite drink of, uh, of all time. I can honor George Washington by celebrating the fact that the founding of our country and, and uh, his own recipe. And when I buy an adult beverage inside the Freedom Reserve Red Lager at, at, at Budweiser, it actually supports veterans. Is this... Uh, I- has this been just sitting on a napkin for all these years? Why do you think it's a napkin? Did you not read? Did you not see that I George Washington's personal military journal? Napkin. Well, sure. It's George Washington's personal it's military journal. Cooler that way on a napkin, folded inside his military journal. But nevertheless, let's say it's in his journal. Okay, okay, I can live with that. So it's been sitting there all this all time. all this time until Budweiser found it, and nobody. So here's the here's, even. Attempted to brew it. Here's the pending question. A college student at George Washington University who protests the colonial mascot that looks like George Washington, can they be comfortable drinking a beer? They shouldn't be allowed. After made George Washington? Would they have a conflict with college students be drinking beers? Should they, they be allowed they to shouldn't be allowed to partake. This Absolutely beer. not. Not even catch a whiff. In fact, you shouldn't be able beer. to buy this beer without hearing the stories of George Washington and how he saved uh, America from British rule. America. Exactly. All right, your phone calls next 454 1366. 454 1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Traffic and weather together at 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your traffic report. 
Brought to you by the good folks at Haley Buick GMC on Midlothian Turnpike. Stop in this weekend, test drive one of their awesome Buicks or GMCs. Pick out your new car and get that honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Slap it right on the back. We have accidents at Hawthorne and Brooklyn Park Boulevard, East Jackson and North 8th Street, North Broad at Carousel Lane, Grace at Ryland, 1500 block of River Tree Drive, 7900 block of Jank Road, Hall Street at Genito, and Floyd and Shepherd. Now here's your weekend forecast. Tonight, clear skies, lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow, clear skies with highs in the upper 80s again. Sunday, clear skies, highs in the mid-80s. It is 86 degrees in Richmond, 87 degrees at the airport, and 85 degrees at FM 97.7 and 820 WNPW, The Answer. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW, AM 820, 97.7 FM, The Answer. In the mold of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. Radio is the founding fathers intended. 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers on this Friday afternoon. America has begged and asked that this com- this comedy show comes back. It's called Last Man Standing. It says Tim Allen as the conservative father and a trying to combat a, a liberal world. It's actually a hilarious show, but Fox News, not Fox News, but Fox, the, the station, has decided to pick the show up after it was canceled by ABC for some strange reason. It was number Gee, one, by the I way. I wonder why it was number one. They canceled a number one conservative-based show? Well, they claim it was because they weren't going to carry any more comedy shows at that time. That is... Okay. <laughs> All That's right. what they say. I'll go along with that, but I would, I've got to say, th- this show is hilarious. One of the best scenes in this show was about this musket, him cleaning it. Do you have a clip of this? Yeah, here it is. What are you doing? Cleaning a flintlock musket from the Revolutionary War while enjoying a little bacon and biscuits. This is what our forefathers died for. <laughs> can you do that in your den? The Bill of Rights says I can do this wherever I want to do. <laughs> really? Well, what if your two-year-old grandson walked in here? And overpowers me? <laughs> Your back could be turned. You could be reaching for a piece of bacon. Yeah, he could grab the musket out of my hand, shove me to the ground, pour the correct amount of powder in here, take the ramrod, jam it down there. <laughs> Get a musket ball, put that in there, take the ramrod back out, jam that down there, half cock it, put a percussion cap in there, fully cock the thing, and somehow shoot me in the foot. <laughs> Just keep the safety on. Honey, this whole gun is a safety. <laughs> a miracle we're not speaking British right now. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's a great show. You need to check it the out. show is. I don't. I don't know when it's going to come back. I don't know the dates on this, but it. Um, but good that Fox is going to pick it up. Blown away, they took it off the air. Well, of course, that's the way that America is. So, uh, welcome back, Last Man Standing. Of course, they took Star Trek off the air too, and that's just oh, that's, that's just crushed. Oh, that did crush you. Pentagon has spent. Listen to this. Pentagon spent nearly seven hundred thousand dollars on putting Star training. Trek back on the air. No, had nothing to do with that. Oh, Can okay. I kiss you? Sorry. Training. The Pentagon spent. $700,000 on training designed to tell soldiers when it's appropriate to kiss a girl. I have some concerns. Yeah, about $700,000 worth of concerns. We would have taught the class for half of that. A half of that. And by the way, soldiers don't know how to do that yet. I don't know that we need to spend that kind of money. This is serious. 
Of course, you hear from the left all the time that we can't have tax cuts because we're spending every last dollar. We can't. We hear all the time we can't well, we can cut have spending. Kiss cuts. Kiss cuts. Kiss cuts. We can kiss cut kiss. the kiss program. You you know what? This should be a parody, but it's real. The training event aimed to provide soldiers the skills to build respectful relationships and tools to apply effective communication with partners in support of April's Sex Assault Awareness Month. The Department of Defense said in a press release, the Department of Defense has been co-opted by leftist thinking. The Department of Defense is designed to do one thing, not to teach kissing or even how to kiss or even about relationships. It's designed to break things and kill people. I'm sorry. That's what the Department of Defense is designed to do. And that's what it does best. Of, of course. It doesn't. I'm sure the soldiers who are sitting in this that's, going, I signed up for this. I signed up to sit in a training class. It cost $700,000 to learn. They're probably nudging each other going, I signed up for this. Yeah. I signed mm-hmm. up I'm for I'm learn this. how to kiss a girl. Woman smashes. Kiss me a girl. Gomer Powell. Woman smashes a window in New York City Popeye's restaurant because the $4 Wicked good deal doesn't come with a soda. You know, it's one thing I got. It's a sense of humor. The police are looking for a woman captured on the surveillance video smashing the front of a window of a Popeye's restaurant when she came angry because her $4 wicked good deal didn't come with a soft drink. There are some things that just aren't acceptable. That's a true story. It is. And she bashed the window in and made vulgar signs of everything else to everybody because... This is our new culture. Remember, water's free. Yep, but soda is not part of the deal. It's not part of the wicked good deal. I must break glass. I must break glass. Must break glass. I must break glass because no soda for me. In another attempt to ruin American tradition, the the um, Squirrels baseball team began extra innings with a runner on second base per a new rule. So now when you go into extra innings, the baseball team will field a player on second base before the inning even starts. For the first time in history, baseball has been co-opted by leftist thinking to say, wait a minute, this isn't fair. We're going to have to put somebody on second base. And furthermore, everyone gets a trophy. Can you believe that? Can nothing get past the change? This is absurd. Baseball has a tradition. How do you score that? How do you, if the guy on second base ends up scoring, whose run is that? Is that the pitcher? Who owns that? Is, is it an earned run, unearned? That's just preposterous. That is the biggest example of the con that has been foisted upon mankind as we go down a path of For destruction. a thousand years or more. A, this is a path of destruction. You can't put a player on base in extra innings just to put him on base? Sure you can. Well, I guess just you're right. Just put one out there. It just happened. 454-1366, the destruction of America continues. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. On AMA 20, 97.7 FM, the answer. And that's a wrap. And it is a Cinco de Mayo wrap. Tomorrow is the perfect day for some really nice tacos, tacos burritos. <laughs> Sounds good. You see here what Michelle Obama said? Be standing here as your forever first lady. Forever? <laughs> forever. Forever. That's a scary thought. That. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed very forever. Very scary thought. What does that even mean? 
Because obviously she's not the first It means she's going to haunt us until the <laughs> end of time. Perhaps. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there. Control the words, control the culture. Actually, this is scary. Check it out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And the most amazing baseball pitch I have ever seen. You will not believe it. All at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page, and we archive our shows 24-7 for your listening pleasure. Anytime. I mean, you can get the Lee Brothers whenever you want, and that's a very good thing. That's a scary thought, too. Be sure to stay tuned. For Cut to the Chase with Senator Amanda, Amanda Chase. Who's, by the way, in the wonderful, hallway. safe weekend. No Stand drinking by. and no driving. Enjoy your... Helpful tip. Weekend. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Oh, I feel important now. <laughs> That's perfect. Absolutely. 820theanswer.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger, we made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.